Made a staplers? boat? <laughs> no, I'm oh, just that'd be like, awesome. Keep going, just like staplers, fucking Pixar movies. You're, um, I actually have seen. I think I've seen all of them, but I, I think I've seen plenty. It's my my. I have a boy, so I have to watch Dusty Crop Hopper all the time. Is that a sex movie? Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking porn. My kid makes <laughs> me watch straight up Dusty Crop Hopper, <laughs> the porn. Last night I was doing a old dusty crap hopper on the me, old wife. Yeah, and me and the lady did not enjoy. It. <laughs> she was no, she was loving it. She loved a wicked dusty crop hopper. Um, let me see. Your level seem fine. Mine seem fine. All right, I already started recording. I don't give a shit. What is your favorite Pixar movie? Um, uh, I noticed that, that just on the bus stop that Dora. Finding Dora movie. I'm actually interested in like actually seeing what the story is there. So I guess maybe it is Nemo. Nemo's your jam. Nemo was my kid's jam. Nemo and um, <clears throat> the fuck is that Wally? He loves him some Wally. Oh, yeah. My kid that loves good. that fucking movie. He loves that movie like I love The Shining. Like he just watches it over and over again and analyzes moments. He'll sit and like talk about a certain scene that obviously has captured his attention you know what i mean and like right. say the lines over and over again um <laughs> there's but, like two lines in the movie well yeah but, yeah but there's like inflection like he analyzes the inflection wow. of the way they say the, the like the names so it's like you know the way he says uh i think the, i think their name is eve but he says it like eva right that's right yeah so my kid will be like Eva like he'll analyze he'll be like that versus Eva like he'll do like both voices it's weird or like or like tones <laughs> the same way that I like analyze uh, uh the the Jack Torrance performance you know what I mean like I analyze that um he saw it on the TV you know that sort of like <laughs> I'll sit and analyze it he does that with Wally I think my favorite is Ratatouille though I love that I'm movie. Not, I'm not gonna hurt you. <sighs> I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm just gonna bash your fucking brains in. No head in. Whatever he <laughs> yeah. says. Yeah. No, I love the way he goes. When I'm in here, Wendy, <laughs> darling, light, love, of light of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Or when he goes, seen the like the little tiny featurette on the DVD where it shows you him getting ready for it. Yeah, and he's like bouncing around and shit. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's losing brushing, his shit. They're recording him brushing his teeth, and I'm fascinated by it. Yep, that's yeah, awesome. So, There's he like, starts, yeah, he starts going all nutty and getting into getting into it. He's like walking around with an axe back and forth in the room. Have you seen that shot? Yes. There's like that one where he's just walking back and forth with an axe, and he's not even paying attention. There's like you know, PAs and other film people, like, grips walking around, like, setting up lights and shit. He's walking around with an axe, like, so close to hitting him. Yeah, awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I love that movie so much. I like Ratatouille because it's got that fucking, um, that element of criticism, you know, kind of like what we talk about all the time on the podcast. Right. So I dig that. I dig that they took it to that level of, like, critics are all fucktards. Yeah, that was awesome. It's so good. It's just like that. Suck a critic. Yeah, just like O'Toole doing that monologue where he's like, 
everyone can cook, I guess. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. My life was pointless. Yes. Gun in his mouth. That would have been the ending that I want to see. That dude. He, he just pulls it out like he's had it, like thinking about it. It's been in the back of his mind, but right after he takes that ratatouille, he just yeah. fucking, kabam, and the whole restaurant just screams. And that's why they go out of business, not because these are rat. Yeah, yeah, it's because he, uh, I don't remember what the guy's name is. A, the fam- most famous critic blew yeah, his most, fucking head off. Yeah, there he shoots himself in the food. face. But right before he does it, he's like, it's so fucking good, and then shoots himself <laughs> in the face. <laughs> like, holy shit. Then the, then the big thing would be like, people would be going there just to see if the food was so good that they'd kill themselves. <laughs> like, it'd be like a dare. Imagine, can you imagine, like, would you go? If there was a um, restaurant like that, but like, like not that many, let's say, but still enough, five people. Have five have, five? Yeah. Oh, I, there's no way in fucking hell I would eat there. <laughs> five people <laughs> shot themselves from eating the ratatouille? No way in fucking hell. waiting if you want to use it. <laughs> they supply the gun. <laughs> See, then, then I might try it because then I'd be like, that's just like Kevorkian shit. Like that's people going there as an excuse to kill oh, themselves. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like this is fucking shit. This is like microwave food. Yeah. Then you see some guy like slit his wrist. He's like, I just wanted an excuse to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) But if it was just the one critic and he was like the most famous critic ever and he tried the ratatouille and shot himself in the face, then would you go there and try it? And everyone was saying no one had tried it yet. He was the only one who had tried it. You were the next one in line. And and, And in the paper, it's like, Steve Stark is going to you know, try the ratatouille. It becomes like a big deal. Would you do it? I think I would. I totally would. I would in I would, a heartbeat. I would think that would be a weird Mm-mm. coincidence or something. I, I think the dude lost his shit or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If two people did it, then I'd start to question. If five people did it yeah. and it was five in a row, no way in hell. No way. Because I'd be like, there's something in there that shoots some synapse into your brain. And it's yeah. it's like the the trailer for the movie The Happening, not the actual movie because that movie sucked <laughs> ass, like really, really, really bad. But the trailer was awesome. Do you remember that? No, actually. When the trailer came out for the movie The Happening, did you ever see it? Like dudes running from wind and shit. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. No, so, it's Ralph Garman makes fun of. Yeah, uh, that that no. Oh, that um the trailer for that movie though when it dropped. It yep. was just a series of people killing themselves. And it was the, the one of the early Red Band trailers. Oh, nice. So it was the first time that in a trailer, one of the first times in a trailer, I had seen blood and gore and stuff. So I went into that movie like, this is going to be the best movie ever made, you guys. A dude gets eaten by a lion. Another dude runs, a, runs himself over with a lawnmower. Like, this is going to be fucking <laughs> gold. And then the whole movie was people running from the wind. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, and cell phones. It. Wasn't it cell phones or something? I don't know. Was there something about cell was phones? That the, Maybe. Was that the cell phone one? I don't know. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. I know there was wind because it was basically like Mother Nature taking out people. Oh, okay. So it was like there was something in the air that made people kill themselves. <laughs> so you had to run from the air. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tough one. I'm night. I don't know. But that. At the end of that movie, even I through the whole thing, I was like, "This could be gold. This could be gold." If at the end, 
the trees come to life and start tearing people apart. It just turns into a B horror movie, like oh yeah, awful, awful flick. Still, I don't think there's anything that guy can do now that people won't tear him apart. He's just got that uh, yeah, that stigma that goes with being yeah. a knight. Well, he, I honestly, I didn't. I watched. Uh, I have no um, connection to what's that one with the bald kid who has the powers? Oh, uh, avatars. Or yeah. something avatar i watched well, that, in that on the plane and i liked it really so i had no connection to it it's just i never saw it so i can't talk i haven't i started watching the <clears throat> will smith and his fucking stupid kid movie and was that him too yeah he did that one the after earth or whatever yeah, i watched that one you did what'd you think i, I made it i only made it through like 10 minutes and i was like man they're flashing back to something that never happened <laughs> and just turned it off like that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when they do a flashback at the beginning right. of a movie, it's just poor editing. Like, explain yeah. it through the movie. Don't just show me right away, like, there are these people who do this stuff, and things happen. It's magic. Accept yeah. it. And the yeah, movie yeah, goes yeah. on. I hate that. So I turned that one off, actually. Just recently I tried watching, because I watched his his most recent movie, The What's Visit. That? It's like... Uh, of course it's called The Visit. It's a movie about a bunch of... Like, these two kids that go to see their grandparents... Oh shit! And it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty. <laughs> and good. they get terrible candy that's been in a dish for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, that candy has been there twenty years. Like I know it's <laughs> fucking moldy. I threw it out. It's gross. It's hard. It tastes funny. No one eats that shit. No, it's the and the grandparents are super fucked up. There's this really hilarious scene where the grandparents are like crazy. So the kids are trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with them. There's a scene where the kid walks into the b- the barn and the grandpa is holding a the, a shotgun in his mouth and he's like ho- he's holding it in his mouth like awkwardly and he turns to the camera and he goes I'm just cleaning it like a kid would say if he's jerking off I laughed so fucking hard and it's not I don't know if it's meant to be that funny it's supposed to be like dark humor I think like awkwardly dark it's really it's a weird little movie but I actually liked that one not a lot, but a little bit. It's better than ha- the happening, anyway. Because I liked yes. M Night. I was a big M Night fan. I I thought Sixth Sense was fucking rad. Yeah, that was great. I loved uh, what's that one? Unbreakable. I did too. Books. Unbreakable was a good movie. Uh, Mr. Glass. Yeah, yeah. Is it like oh, a Mr. Glass? It came out. I think that movie was almost too much ahead of its time. Where I think we had this conversation on a podcast before, but it's been four years since we podcasted, so that will have it again. <laughs> but um. If that movie had come out now, like in the comic book boom, I think people would have been like, wow, what a genius movie. This is so smart. But because it came out like right before the comic book boom, it was just post X-Men and shit like that. Let's let's pretend he didn't make it yet. Let's pretend he made everything else he made. And then like he puts it out now, like a year ago when it was even more like superhero movies or even... More happen. I feel like this, they're kind of leaning down. They're going downwards a little bit, yeah. In terms of because uh, there's so many of them, people are people are getting bored with it. Yeah, giving it, not giving a shit about watching a weird and willing uh, Fantastic to, Four. Yeah, yeah, and willing to critique them kind of harshly now. Yeah, you know, so like, like before then, do you think 
he would still have his stigma. Do you think people would still like that movie? As Man, much? I don't know. I don't know if people would still. I don't know if it would. If <laughs> it, it if it would like him. bring him back. You mean like if people would have been like, it's a return to form. He's fucking here. Nah, I don't think so. I think people would maybe, still be like maybe a few honest critics would do that. Like few who actually felt that and were like, fuck it, man, this is great. Yeah, it would have like a forty percent. It's basically like the visit. The visit had a few people who were like, you know what, this isn't a bad movie, you guys. Give it a chance. Just because it's M Night doesn't mean you have to exactly. shit on it. Exactly. That's the thing, though. Just because it's M Night, if you get, if you fuck up, like in terms of their eyes, you fuck up once, it's gone. You're done. But wasn't Homeboy on the cover of Time Magazine or something as the next Spielberg? Jesus, Rosie. Like how how can you how can you live up That's to that? Way too early. And this was after the Sixth Sense. Like he had done That's one so movie, and people early. were like, "He is oh the next God. Spielberg." Then I watched like something on YouTube once where like some some so it's a dick thing to do. Some journalist straight up asked him in one of those like or maybe it was you know, Hitchcock. They, they might have said Hitchcock, but it was some director yeah. where it was like you'll never live up to that. Yeah, that's too too. Intense. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Um, you know, like those little uh, press interview things where they're standing behind the movie or sitting behind the movie poster or whatever, and they go back and forth. Yep. Someone asked him, like, "Is there a reason why your movies have like gotten worse as they've gone on?" Like, just straight up. Sure. And just like that's a matter of it is a matter of opinion. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. So, but it's just he like, doesn't think his movies dick. have gotten worse. Yeah, and he was just like, "What?" <laughs> Or something. You could see it online. Yeah, he. Because why would you be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I who who wouldn't do that. If if someone yeah. came up to you right now, just you, who you're not yes. even like no one you haven't been on Time magazine as the next Hitchcock yeah, yeah, or Spielberg. Yeah. If someone comes up to you and goes like, Steve, is there a reason why your cartoons have gotten so much shit here? <laughs> like you did you really did awesome yeah. with um like what what was it earlier? A fish pockets. Right. You like that was you 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 were the next Spielberg. And <laughs> 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 and that and no who's like a cartoon like you were the next uh john christopher lucy or however you say his name now you now you fucking suck what would you say to that <laughs> well i i had this dude who uh had this dude. probably fucking punch have, a guy i used have to have this dude. dude i had a fucking dude <laughs> to carry this dude around <laughs> <laughs> so back when i used to carry this dude around <laughs> <laughs> I had this uh, guy from film school who was like, who liked my stuff and was like following it from like, like even like the little test animations. I have them up sure. on my vault. Like, because we all did the exact same thing, only I like tried to make every single thing funny to me. So it'd be, it'd be really fun to do. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, uh, he liked, he liked that one. He liked, he liked all the things up to peanut butter fish pockets. He's like, oh my God, amazing. And he would like draw versions, his own versions of it. I was like, that's pretty cool. And, uh, but then I was coming out with Turt Duckin and I I was sending it to festivals and he, he was like, oh, when can I see it? And it was like, you know, I, don't, I didn't have like massive drooling fans. I was like, oh man, I'll send you a DVD early. So I sent it to him in the mail. Sure. And he watched it and he just emailed me back going like, oh, it's not as good as peanut butter fish buckets, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, fuck you. Why? <laughs> Why even say, I don't, I mean, I guess... I guess it's honest, right? I mean, you got to give him credit but, for being honest, but, but nevertheless, that's nothing to do with uh, how I like. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah, his yeah. opinion once again. But like, why? I'm not going to send you anything. It anymore. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Cunt. It doesn't do anything to help you yes. as an artist. Like, if anything, it just deters you from making art. 
Yeah, exactly. We're just like, well, or entertainment. I hate saying art. I don't make art. I make entertainment. I don't give a shit about like. I make I'm, cartoons. That's I'm, what yeah, yeah, that's what I say too. I'm always like, yeah, I'm a cartoonist. Now I say director. Actually, I I noticed I've started doing that because I direct a lot. Holy fuck! I felt like a director this week. Nice. I had to direct these two like kids music video things, and I had to direct eleven kids, eleven Jeez. fucking kids on a shoot. Fucking that, insane. Uh, it's insanity. <laughs> it's there's no rhyme or reason to how to get them to do what you need. You know what I mean? Like with an with adults, I could call them out and be like. Hey, smile, dance. Yeah, you kind of do. You kind of yell at them. You're like, do this thing now. Go. You do this. You do this. And usually you're dealing with like one or two people at the same time. So I'll be directing, let's say, one person in a scene. It's really easy to go, all right, on my cue, you're going to do this. On my second cue, you're going to do this. On third cue, you're going to do this. And I kind of just do it the first time, and then I watch it. If I don't like something, I'm like, okay, change this. (laughs) Hey, idiot. What the fuck did I say? (laughs) You kind of feel like you are because you are bossing (laughs) someone around. I know I don't do that. I've been told that I'm fine because I always ask afterwards. Like I I ask the actors, am I being bossy? Do I feel, am I being a dickhead? They're always like, nah, man, you're totally cool. Nice. Um, But with kids, you're kind of just like, you feel, I felt like one of those guys at a photo shoot holding up the little clown puppet going like do this come on and like trying to find a way oh it's the it was the worst it it wasn't the worst two days it was a lot of fun but man it was long days it was crazy have you ever do you do have you done a lot of live action stuff at all no no like i haven't done any live i like i was i started writing some stuff like that and uh started putting together some things and then trying to find or even thinking about getting these objects or getting the people together. Yeah, the crew to do this. is the hardest part. It's just part. like, why? What's the, like, there's no way I'm getting these people together, especially for free. Like, just that's for the, for that's fun my that issue. Do. My biggest yeah. issue is that I can't, I can't make people do stuff for free. My buddy Andy, who I'm totally getting on this podcast, Andy Hunt is like a fucking man and such a good talker. He is a total pitch man. He was on the, the reality show On the Lot. Have you ever heard of that? that? It's it was like this reality show in the early like mid early to mid two thousands two thousand three or four maybe five maybe six I don't fucking remember, but anyway yeah. he was on this show where it was all these directors got together and it, the reality show was like you had to you had to make little short films and then show them to a panel of judges who were like I think Eli Roth was a judge, um <laughs> what's his name homeboy from who made uh. Uh, what the fuck? Um, what can I think of the show? Happy Days. What the fuck is that guy's oh, name? Oh yeah, what's and his name? Now he's he the director. Does, yeah, he does like those New Year's and Halloween. No, not yeah. Halloween. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I, I know, know Mother's Richie Day Cunningham. or whatever the fuck. He does that stuff. Richie Cunningham is that his name? No, it's not Richie. Yeah, Richie Cunningham. <laughs> uh huh. What the fuck is his name? I don't remember. Anyway, that fucking guy. He was on there. There's a bunch of people. Uh, but Andy was on there. I got to get him on the podcast. But Andy's shooting a movie right now, this cool little horror movie that I'm doing some 3D animation for. Oh, sweet. And so I went to the set, and his set was like this massive crew. There was like 30 people there with maybe even 40 people there with all these lights. He had like a cockroach on set, like an actual cockroach was in the movie. And, (laughs) And 
all these like a crazy amount of lights. <laughs> like, is, this? is this an actor? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it was. He treated uh, it like an, it he, is. he named it Pablo and they would be like, all right, get Pablo on set. Like it was fucking nuts, and all these he's people. He's in his trailer, just getting a fucking blowjob. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> we can't interrupt Pablo. <laughs> all of a sudden, you see this like super hot, big titted blonde walk out, wiping her mouth. Just wiping her mouth. <laughs> She's um, like, well, when the apocalypse happens, these things will be the last one alive. And yeah. Pablo's famous, so I want to be with the most famous cockroach ever. Plus, put the, the cock, put the cock of a cockroach in my. Put the, cock's cockroach, put the cockroach's <laughs> cock in my, co- my fucking mouth. Uh, I don't know that voice. I like that voice. I want to make a cartoon all about that shit. Put the fucking cock, the cockroach the cock, cock in my fucking mouth. Yeah, um, what was I going to fucking say? I lost my train of thought again. Um, Yeah, so Andy, Andy had this big set. I But I'm sitting there with my buddy Jeremy going like, I, I can't do this, man. I couldn't have this many people working for free on my set. Just right. because I'd feel like a dickhead telling anyone to do anything. Yeah. But everyone did it. Like, everyone was just doing their job and, like, totally into it. Yeah. I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to have Andy on this podcast to talk about pitching. Like, I'm going to have him come on and not, not, like, pitching his dick into an ass or something like that, but, like, pitching, like, a, like a, a movie. Because he could pitch to people. He's, like, such a pitch man. Could you do that? Awesome. Could you pitch? No. I'm terrible at, uh, even when someone asked me, when I would say, say like, oh, it's and what's it about? I'm like, oh, you'll find out. Because I don't even want to, well, like any cartoon, like I don't really want to explain it to you and have you have this face of either not understanding what I'm saying yeah. or, and then thinking like, and then I would get a negative reaction, thus making me not want to make it, even though I'm so excited about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's how I was. I'm getting so much better. It's, it's working on professional stuff has made me better at pitching my own stuff. Like, cause I, you know, I do professional directing, like these videos, I had to pitch these ideas to my boss and I have to pitch my cartoons all the time and stuff like that. So I've gotten a lot better at pitching to them, nice. which has made me better at pitching my own stuff. So I have the elevator pitch for the movie I'm working on right now that I didn't even write. It's called, it's other fish. Uh, I've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I've worked on pitching that to people and coming up with, you know, the general idea of what it is and kind of selling it fast. The elevator pitch, as they call it. Um, There's this book out there called Save the Cat. Yeah, I got that one. It is. Have you read it? I love it. It's fucking awesome. Anytime you start a project, not you, Steve, but, like, you as in the audience, <laughs> like, people out there. If you're starting a new project and you're sitting, I'm like, yes, fucking Steve, let me tell you, fucking directed way more than I ever had, done way more. I'm just like, let me fucking tell you what, Steve, right now, (laughs) telling you what to do. You want to make it in this business? You suck a fucking cockroach dick. You got to suck suck a cockroach dick. You got to meet fucking Larry. What is his name? Pablo. Pablo. You got to meet fucking Pablo. I want want to... Why has he got to be uh Mexican? I know. I told. Yeah. I thought about telling Andy that. I'm like, dude, you should change it to like John. Like Pablo's a little. <laughs> that, that makes me laugh more. If it's John, <laughs> like he's just like, <laughs> hey John, like yeah. fucking John McClane. Yeah. Or just like Mark Johnson. Just yes. like the most generic. Hey, can we get Mark Johnson in here? Dentist, <laughs> dentist slash actor cockroach. And this fucking who's getting his cocks like by the yeah. fucking cocking. I had so much cock in my mouth when there was all these cockroaches. <laughs> he actually had two of them. It was like, and they were both Mexican names. And I was kind of like, Andy, that 
It's kind that of offensive, cool, but bro. I'm gonna have him on it. I'm gonna have him on the podcast. That <laughs> should should call, call him out, out right away. Just be like, like, hey, I found man. this offensive. I'm 197th Spanish. You know, like as in from Spain, Andy, and I found that name very, very offensive. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah. It was cool. No one cared. Um, that the that the names were there was a bunch of. I actually think there was like four Mexican dudes on set. I he, they may have even named him. I don't know. He'll tell the story, but um. I don't know. I like the live action shoots a lot. I'm moving more towards that recently just because the turnaround time. Like you shoot for two days, you go balls to the wall, and then you edit and you get it done. You know what I mean? You just have to get a crew together. Pay a little bit of money because you got to get a camera and shit like that. But uh, the animation is just... I've been working on other fish for like three months now. Right. It's fucking insane how long it takes. And people don't understand because people are used to live action shoots. Right. So when they're like, you're still working on that? I'm like, I'm going to fucking slice your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speaking of stuff that pisses me off, just really quick. I had, this is, man, we're like, this. we're hitting a bunch of like actual art topics this week. I like it. This is nice. We're coming back with the fucking getting sketchy. We're getting sketchy. We are. Um, I had I've had a bunch of people ask me this question recently, and I posted on Facebook and maybe Twitter or something this question. But people have been asking me when I talk about what I do if I'm creatively satisfied. Have you ever had this fucking question? <laughs> no, that's a weird question. Isn't that the weirdest fucking question? I'd be like, that'd be like if you said, like, say, say you used to tweet out your sex, and you're like, oh man, just. Just got oral from the wife for like no reason. You're just yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Someone's like, "Were you orally sat?" Or no, if you were you sexually satisfied? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's what? a fucking stupid question. And yeah. or even if I, even if you're not, like that's still a stupid question. Here's the thing: like I am never creatively satisfied. I'm always looking to push it to the next level. You know what I mean? Yes. Like do something different, or try stu- something out. Better. Yeah, or make money or something. Like, there's something... There is an element to creativity that you want to make fucking money. Like, it's hard to be creative and not make cash off of it. Right? Yeah. And if you could... And it also... Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's the, see, that's the satisfaction. Want, yes. Because then you can keep... If you can make cash off your own thing and actually make a living, then that would make you... It makes it so that you can just focus on making your own stuff and making it better and better and better. If you can't, then you got to do it in your spare time. It takes fucking forever. Or like the getting views on YouTube. It's like somewhat like vindicates all of the work. There's yes. something There's something yeah. that you need. Or even just having someone tell you they like it. You know what I mean? There's something like yeah, that. I like that. But That's you're perfect. always pushing to the next thing. Look at Harry Partridge. Like that dude... To, to me is like a massive success gets tons of views makes his yep. own art gets to put the time into it that he wants like his yes. shit looks beautiful because of the amount of time he puts in yeah he can put full on time and the, his fans are never like he just always like oh it's gonna take me a while and everyone's like just take your time yeah well he would say that's not true that there's people like put some fucking shit out there Harry like it's you're never satisfied because Harry just posted last week or two weeks ago or something like that about how when he was tw- by 25 he wanted to have a feature film done by 28 he wanted to have a series on TV by 30 yes. he was just hoping to get more cartoons done or some shit like that 
So yeah. he's it's like that as you get older you always want more and more. But to me I'm like Harry's fucking done a lot. And you were yeah, sort of yeah. you like I think didn't you reply with something similar like yeah, I wanted this. I, by this year I had a goal of having my own TV show. Mhm. But if you look at it it depends on how you look at it. It, it isn't what I wanted. Yeah. But I did get like the Smotimation series type of thing, and now and then I wanted to make movies and stuff from the TV show. You know, you want to progress and progress. And I am making movies. It's not like Hollywood premieres and stuff. You know, sure. I mean? Like, but it is movies. Yeah, same and same here. Like I by thirty, like when I did that the high school, whatever ten year thing when they did the what right. do you want to be when you grow up bullshit. I always said by 30 I wanted to be a director. Like, that's all I said was I wanted to be a director. Now, in my mind, I wanted to be David fucking Fincher or, you know, whatever. Right. But I'm a director now, and I legitimately am getting paid to direct. Am I doing the fucking movies? David, I, you wanted to do serious movies? I wanted to do not, um, yeah, kind of. When I was in high school, I was, like, big into Fincher. I didn't see Kevin Smith as a comedy director, so I looked up to Kevin a lot. But because, you know, Clerks, while it was funny, also had a very serious vibe to it. Yes. I liked that. I liked that sort of, or Fight Club. I liked dark comedies like that. Yeah. Where I, I saw Clerks as a dark comedy. I didn't see it as, like, this is hilarious. I saw it as, like, a coming of age. This guy's trying to figure out what the fuck he wants to do with his life. And comedy happens around him. Right. Or Fight Club, which I saw as, like, one of the funniest movies ever made. So good. It's so it's so comical though to me, and everyone else is like, "Oh, that movie's so fucked up." I'm like, "It's not that fucked up. It's more funny that it's fucked up. It's yeah, more tongue and cheek so making fun of shit." Or, um, you know, like I liked that sort of movie. So I liked Fincher a lot. I liked I like Smith. I liked uh, I like Spielberg a lot. I thought Jaws was awesome. Um, those are the kind of movies I wanted to make. And right. then I just started making cartoons because it's just too fucking hard to make movies like that. Like, it's so hard to make a big movie. But that's why gotcha. this this next year I'm just going to make a feature, which is very much in the line. Like, it is that kind of comedy. It's a fucked up, weird comedy. But I'm doing it entirely animated. Like, I, I've been drawing since, since like, forever, and I'm sure you have too, but, like, uh, I always wanted to make my own cartoons since the beginning, funny cartoons that I could make. Yeah. But I did it I did earlier on, I did have ideas. I still have them written down of, like, remotely serious or whatever. Well, Other Fish is dead serious. <laughs> there isn't a funny right. moment in the whole thing. This is my kind of calling card movie that I'm using, because, like, Josh sent Josh Roush... I don't fucking know. I always fuck up his last name. Sent me the script, and I read it and was like, holy fuck, I want to make this. This is a cartoon, dude. Let's do it. And he was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to work. Read the script, because it's not funny. I wrote it as a live action. I wrote it as a fucked up thing, but there's there's like sharks in it and stuff, so I'm never going to be able to make this. Right. And I read it and was like, this is so fucked up. Let's just make it. Let's do it as a cartoon. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I'm going to do this in a fucking 90s cartoon style. So it has this 90s cartoon vibe to it. Sort of like a Dexter's Lab or Samurai Jack. I mean, it still looks like my cartoons, but it has a hint of this like 90s vibe. The Simpsons, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it is fucked up. Anyone I show it to is like, whoa, this is uh, this is uh, different, Josh. 
Because they're used to me making dick jokes and blood jokes that <laughs> right. everything is a laugh. This is not funny. I mean, you start out going like, huh, is this going to, this is kind of cute. Is this going to be funny? And then it totally loses that like right away. So I'm going more in the direction that I originally thought I would. The more fucked up, weird, kind of make right. people not like cringe, but in that Fight Club 7 cringe sort of way. I love 7. 7 so good. I do too. Well, uh, speaking of 90s Simpsons cartoons, I uh, I got a mole on my leg. And nice. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not like fucking it, cancerous or anything, so I can't get, you know, you can't just get it cut off. It, but it's, just... it, it's something you've had your whole life or you just got it? Uh, I've had it for a while, but okay. it's gotten, you know, it gets bigger, but it's not like sure. dangerous or anything. Yeah. But I just don't like it because you could see it when I wear shorts and shit. But so instead of being like, oh, like, ooh, I got to fucking put a bandaid on it or something stupid. I don't know why I'm like that, but ugh, sorry, stretching. Um, I'm going to get a tattoo of Hans Moleman pointing at the mole. Yes. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. That is so fucking awesome. Because so then now like. You're a genius. You're a fucking like, genius. I won't be uh, upset about it because now I'm making fun of my own mole. Have you? Where did you come up with this? Last night I was like thinking about it. I'm like, what if I get a mole, like a mole, like a I draw a cartoon mole and have the mole be the nose? And I was looking for looking through pictures of like old. I was going through pictures of like old uh, tattoo style because that's the way I like the best. Like classic tattoo sure. style. There's a certain drawing style to it. It's yep. kind of like the. Um, so I'm going through that, and I was going through that, and I was looking up moles, and then in in mole just to get a picture for a reference to save for later, because I was out. Yep. I was looking through moles, and Hans Mole Man was there. That is and I was so just like, fucking... oh fuck, that's it. That is it. When are you gonna get that? Like ASAP. As soon as I get paid from this job I'm doing, I'm gonna fucking fuck. do it. Fuck. That makes me want to get a Hans Mole Man so bad. I don't have a mole, so I don't have the fucking joke, but it would just be... Because uh, I'm getting a, a flying hellfish, you know, from the Grandpa Simpson episode. That's awesome. You know what I'm talking about? The Grandpa yeah. Simpsons in the flying hellfish. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm getting that tattoo, and then I want to get one of the cartoons. So here's an example. This is the fucking cartoon that inspired me to want to make cartoons like more than anything, actually, was Ian Flux. You, do you know what that is? Yeah. Ian Flux, yeah, was... that fucked up like weird cartoon where she died at the end of like every, every episode time. that was so cool yeah I, and the style was like really dark and trippy weird but, it's like almost like they had sometimes like three torsos yeah yeah it. they did they had like three torsos it. like all the time or their their limbs were so obnoxiously long that yeah. it was almost gross you know what i mean yeah. like it was like a gross yeah, it style had a little bit of yeah the liquid old liquid tv stuff yeah, I love it. So that yeah. show was one of the few where I was like, you guys, like, hey, adults, it's not fucking all for kids. This isn't, like, stupid. I so I would show my dad that, like, like episodes, the full episodes of the show, and he would watch it, and just, like, his face was just like, this is so fucking gross. Why are you watching this? <laughs> and there's, like, an episode where they start, like, tonguing each other, like, putting their yes, tongues in each other's yeah, mouth. Yeah, I remember that. And, and then they're passing the message. They're passing a message notes. back and forth, and I'm like, that is fucking genius. Like, With that is, tongue. like, that's, like, World War Two shit. Like, weird yeah. ass. It was, wasn't it in someone's tooth and the tongue takes it out of the yeah, tooth Yeah, it rips it out of the tooth. Like, it oh, opens the so tooth, pulls the thing out, and then grabs it. And yes, I was I like, know. Dad, watch this. This is so fucking cool. <laughs> and he watched yeah, it. He just like, this? Yeah, I'm like, yes. let's let's do this in real life, Dad. You want to play in Flux? Mom won't know <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god. But it's like it's just it's just drawn on a piece of paper, like rolled up. Saw it on TV, honey. (laughs) (laughs) So that show always it really got me. So that um that's like a perfect example of why I got into cartoons. That's rad, dude. So I want to get that eye, the eye with the fly caught in it. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's so iconic. Is the startup where just the fly uh, her eyelashes eat it like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. So that's my that those are my two tattoos, but I totally now I want a Hans Mole Man. I actually had someone tell me they were gonna get a Hans Mole Man, but not in reference to a mole. That's just too genius to get it fucking <laughs> pointing. Oh my god, I wanna see that I want yeah. that so now I want wish I had a mole just so I could get <laughs> I'm that. gonna I'm gonna tweet it out when I get it. Awesome. And and the picture I found too is so perfect because Hans Moleman has his hand out and he's pointing at it like he's pointing. I'm like, this is like, there is a god and God just sent me a picture. Nice. Yeah. I want to get the Hans Moleman getting the football in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So what else have you been up to? Uh, we did a lot of cartoon talk this episode, which is good. I want to. Yeah. I like pushing towards that because I think that's the way I I changed our iTunes. Yeah. Um apparently our image was the wrong size or something. iTunes just changed it. So anyone who's searching for the podcast and can't find it on iTunes, it'll oh, be yeah. it'll be fucking back up there. Quit quit bitching at me. Oh my god. Someone did tweet that. I had a couple people bitch at me that it, the they said like you said that the podcast would the feed would be back up but now iTunes is actually gone. I'm like fuck. <laughs> Someone else them? figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Tweet that shit at me all the time. It doesn't bother me. Um, but yeah, so the iTunes will be back up. But I put us under, I think, like art now, the art section. Oh, instead we of, under before. Think comedy. Oh, okay. So there's just so many comedy ones, and I also think we are as much as we are comedy. I like to keep it about the art and what we do oh, and too. having artists. Yeah. It's. I know we're fucking stupid idiots who talk about our dicks, but you know we're mostly <laughs> here to talk about the animation and how give ideas and try to keep it i like i like the idea of i'm helping push artists forward a little bit right yes or at least giving some ideas on how artists think there was a time where i wanted to uh when i was older i'm like yeah when i'm older like really old i'll teach young kids how to animate but since i did a class yeah uh with young kids it was hell sure Really? Yeah. Just, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Was it dealing with the kids or was it trying to teach? Once they get out of control, it's just like, fuck off. Yeah, man. I told 11 (laughs) kids between the age of six and nine to go crazy. That was the biggest, it was fucking insanity. It was utter insanity. Yeah. Because that was the whole plot of the video. It was supposed to start out mellow and it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. So when I was like, just go crazy, start kicking, kicking shit and kicking balloons and you running around recipe for lord of the flies there you say that i I did it was lord of the flies it was (laughs) fucking nuts whoa i speaking of lord of the flies a fly just fucking walked up on my computer it's hot as fuck in minnesota right now is it hot there it should be but it was yesterday it isn't it's freezing wind even though it looks like it's so hot outside maybe it is i haven't been outside yet today i got up and started doodling stuff and then I, i gotta work on other fish a little bit you're talking about masturbation, right? Yeah, doodling it. I started doodling it. <laughs> Fucking woke up and immediately just started doodling. Oh. John um, was there. John the cockroach. And I was like, hey, man. Yeah. What do you think of this? You see so one of these? He's like, eh, it's pretty small. 
It's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> the cockroach tells you your dick is small. <laughs> it's a... Oh, so he's not Mexican anymore. That's racist. Yeah, but he's going to be. So I, I, I have two... <laughs> I just realized I'm writing two features that are essentially about the same thing, and I didn't even I didn't even realize it. But you know how it's like when Kevin made his first movies, everyone kind of bitched that they're the same thing. You know, he's like talked about how everyone just said the guy just writes a bunch of kids being idiots, and that's it. Right. Uh that's what I just all I know is making animation or whatever. So I was writing one an animated movie, entirely animated about a guy who's writing a comic like a comic strip like Sunday Funnies like a yep. Garfield type thing and fucking hates it so he wants to write a graphic novel like an actual adult graphic novel that like erotic no <laughs> not erotic oh, sorry <laughs> <He's> fucking... <laughs> he wants to write a porno comic no but like a those Japanese fucking no like a comic like a graphic novel you know what I mean like he wants to write a yeah. Sandman style thing okay and so he he follows his around his fucked up brother to find stuff out and it's like his fucked up adventures with his brother uh that that was one of them and then the other one i was writing was a live action thing where this dude his buddy tells him all the best art is made by artists who drop acid so yep. they decide to drop acid like from the 80s like they his brother has found acid like actual awesome. acid that they're going to drop and then this dude can't stop tripping, basically. He can't stop. He keeps having, what do they call it? Flashbacks or whatever. Not flashbacks. Right. What is it called? Whatever. He keeps tripping, which like people do. The, it's, yeah. the character is based on this guy that we know who dropped acid back in the 80s. And now he like has these flashbacks. Like He'll start <laughs> tripping based on the amount of ash, acid he dropped in the 80s. But this dude is so fucked up that... He does it one time, and he just can't stop tripping and seeing cartoons, basically, in his life. There's this amazing thing I saw on TV once, some sort of drug TV show or whatever, but this cop went into, like, a thing with a... It was all acid, right? Yeah. And uh, he just... He, they busted this whole massive, like, just a massive amount of acid. But he he, he just shaved... Just before he gets the just first thing he did when he went to work. Yep. So he just shaved and he had the mask on and everything to protect him. But I guess because you cut, you have tiny microscopic cuts. Yep. From when you shave, all the acid went in. Like his eyes were just massively like like his pupils just got huge sure. and instant brain damage. Really? Yeah. Crazy. He's, like, he's had instant brain damage ever since. That just reminded me of that because that was he was just so fucking high. It happens, just from man. Being in there, just being in there. Yeah, like <laughs> this dude that we talked to, he like one of the studies that I was reading was because I started looking it up because we were writing it based on this guy we know. He's like in the metal community or whatever. Yeah. And so I started looking it up more and more and finding all these fucked up crazy, like people sh would do acid a couple times and then pretty soon they just can't cope with reality anymore. Wow. Like they get fucked up and they basically they would get brain damage. Like that's actually what was happening is they get brain damage. So then they couldn't focus on things in the real world. Or they'd see things. They'd start to trip out. And that's what happens to a lot of the fucking people you see on the street talking to themselves. They, yeah. you know, drop acid a few too many times in the 80s and now they're on the street screaming at shit that isn't there. 
Uh, I'm not even kidding. It's crazy. Like it's so nuts. Some of these studies that I found. Um. So then, I, so I'm gonna actually drop acid next week and see what happens. I like it. No, I'm you just should. kidding. I'm not actually gonna drop acid. There's no <laughs> fucking way. But my the character in my in my the feature I'm writing right now is it's really fun. It's gonna be a cool little cool little movie. I think. That's live action. Yeah, it's live action mixed with animation. So it starts out with the dude like making shitty cartoons that he hates, right. like contract work basically. And his buddy tells him, "You need to make art. Come over. Come to this bar. Meet me at this bar. We're gonna drop acid." Well, he doesn't tell right. him. He actually just slips it. He like basically roofies him with acid, and <laughs> and then they so they go on their little acid trip, and then this dude slowly like can't stop not seeing animated shit. So it's kind of Roger Rabbity. But in my style. What were, what are you? Sorry, I'm switching topics again. But yeah. what are you doing for um, 3D? Like, what is the 3D that you're doing? It's I don't know how much he wants me to talk about it, but it's basically there's a it's live action the whole time, and then it goes into cartoon a th- 3D or like like video CGI. game style video oh, game. Cool. Like it's supposed to look kind of nice. like a Gears of War type thing. It's That's just cool. one shot of a of the main actor, and he screams something. But Have you ever thought about doing it like machinima style? Yeah, kind of. Have I ever thought about doing stuff in that style? Yeah, what, it's how? so easy, and they have programs. People do it for Warcraft and stuff all the time, and I looked into it, and it is like I was like, "How do they do this? Must take forever." It doesn't. Really? Yeah, it's like you you take all the animations that exist in the game you and it has the programs like this is just the smallest part of it that i saw they have green screen components behind it sure so you would take all these animations and then just put them all together and like you interesting them, like oh here's one where he's talking blah 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 blah, blah. and then you would put that in in your video it's crazy that's interesting. Like, and but they have like different. So it's for that game specifically. So like, if you did Warcraft, you could have the Warcraft characters and do that shit. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. No, I've never. I mean, this one I'm not going to do that way because it's just one shot, and I want to like actually make it look like that actor. I'm going to model it all up in Blender. The thing is, I want to test it out because I'm doing this short film called Crawl. That I guess I'll spoil a part of it. This is you don't know this from seeing from seeing the trailer or anything, but it's about a giant spider, like a dude and a giant nice. spider. Um, kind of it's kind of like an Evil Dead type movie. Nice with this giant, like unbelievable daddy long legs. Kind of based on our podcast where we talked about the daddy long legs and shit like that, you know, yes. and like how and we we remember when we sent someone sent us that video. Of all those daddy long legs uh, and that giant ball and shit like that. They're falling, yeah. Yeah, so it's based on, it's it's like vaguely based on that. Um, or like I got the idea from that where I'm like, holy fuck, daddy long legs can be as gross as fucking regular spiders. <laughs> yes. So part of that, most of it is going to be practical effects. I'm making like this giant puppet and then I'm going to do a bunch of stop motion stuff and composite it in. But I also have like two or three shots that need to be 3D, so I'm learning Blender. Oh, nice! That's like, the free one. Yep. I thought about it's, doing that, dude. You sh- It's if you did you ever do any 3D stuff like in school Zero, or anything? Though. Really? I, have, I haven't done anything. Um, it fucking sucked. Like <laughs> I hated doing 3D stuff in school. But yeah. with that being said, I, and that's I interned at a 3D place. I did 3D for like three months, uh, and like modeled a bunch of. 
shit, modeled some meat. You <laughs> 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 know what I mean? Yeah. You're just sitting fucking... there for hours drawing like fucking dicks. 3D, like They're realistic like... 3D cocks. They're like, can you just. Jesus, we're supposed to be doing like fucking a pick carriage from Pixar, and you just you choose. The, uh, yeah, <laughs> why, why do you keep doing dicks? <laughs> just dick after dick. Um, that's sort of well, like, that's excuse me, uh, teacher. Uh, this is artistic freedom. Yeah, okay. that's that's sort of what I did in grade school all the time. My teacher always catch me drawing fucked up like, like fucked up weird shit. I remember there was one smodcast where they were talking about Walt drawing like dicks on hooks yeah. or something like that that was me in grade school like i get busted and then i was in a private like christian his school wife found his pictures finally of the fucked up shit he's been drawing yeah of course walt would keep it secret that's so funny i know that's so that's what i thought like my wife i always show her the fucked up me stuff too. i draw check this out you see this she has <laughs> no interest like no interest in watching it she always because i post a lot of stuff now on instagram yeah. Like a lot of fucked up weird. I, I've gotten into this. I call it like slime art or slop art. Right. So I'll draw like the sloppiest character. Like I'll take Homer Simpson and draw him like drooling on himself and super sloppy. Nice. Um, But my wife is just like, why does everything have to be slimy? Why? Like I'll post <laughs> on Instagram. That's like, it's fucking slimy again, Josh. I get it. It's slimy. Um. But, yeah, I think it's funny that he did. But that was me in grade school. I draw... I remember my buddy Keith drew this picture of Chucky, and it said, don't fuck with the Chuck on the top. <laughs> and Chucky is holding a knife with blood on it in one hand, and in the other hand, he was holding the little kid's head. Because we were, like, the ones who always wanted to see the deaths, right? You know, like, we didn't yeah. care about the, the plot or anything. We just wanted to see Chucky kill people or Freddy Krueger kill people. So yeah. he drew this, that picture, and the teacher found it. And I think don't we had, I think you thrown it away, and we tried to convince her that it said "Don't funk with the Chuck." Which what the <laughs> fuck does? I mean, we're in second grade; we weren't very old at all. We had just learned how to spell. Basically, we were like learning how to spell, and the first thing we did was like "Don't fuck with the Chuck," but it was awfully spelled. So we're like, "No, it's funk. Don't funk with the Chuck." She's like, "That doesn't even make sense, boys. Like, you're fucking. <laughs> that's the tension." <laughs> Did you draw fucked up stuff like that in grade school? Oh, yeah. All fucked up shit all the time. Like, there's like, uh, I remember one time I was draw. I used to draw teachers a lot, like, to make fun of them. It wouldn't be that hard. This is one dude, I remember his name is Degenstein. He saw me, like, he walked by, and I had it out, and everyone was giggling and laughing. And he was like a weird kind of, like, drawn-in fucker. Sure. But he was, he was just weird, and he was, he was easy... Easily pliable, which means he was weak, which means that we kind of had some, we would fuck with him. You sure. know what I mean? Like yeah, some yeah, teachers yeah, yeah. were like, some teachers would whip you and you'd be like, holy shit, I'm not fucking doing anything. This, this teacher was a little bit weak. So yeah, anyways, he, he saw it and then he fucking sent me into this class where it's for people who, who have like learning, not learning disabilities, but who were like below. Yeah. Like a thing below, he's like, "Well, you're not that smart or something." He sent me to that class with everyone with these other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like get, that episode where Bar, uh, episode of The Simpsons where Bart gets sent to the low. Like the that's right. Yeah, the, the daycare where they're eating glue, and literally with these kids, I stuck glue in the VCR that day, and they were all like, "You're a hero." Sure. 
Because <laughs> I ruined the VCR. Because you broke the VCR? Because I ruined their fucking audio visual equipment. That's hilarious. <laughs> that would actually give them a break. And then they were all like like bad kids. That's It wasn't like any stupid kids or any like special needs or anything. It was just like asshole kids. Sure. And uh, and obviously they, they didn't learn anything, so they needed help. But um, the teacher like gave us one test, and he was like, you don't belong in here. You should go back to your class. <laughs> and then, So I walked back into Degenstein's class again. Like, suck at Degenstein. That's hilarious. And they, that'd be really funny if they just sent you back and forth. Yeah, like Beavis like, and well, Butthead, how Beavis and Butthead get sent between like classes. Like no one, there's like an episode where no one wants to deal with them, so they just keep sending <laughs> them to a different place. <laughs> um, I want you to kick me in the jimmy. I don't think I was a, I don't think I was a troublemaking kid for the most part, though. Like in that way, I was more like a talking kid that just got in trouble for bullshitting through every class. Right. And I cheated a lot, so I never got busted cheating, but I did. I was a bad kid, but I just don't think the teachers knew. I was good at bullshitting my way out of it. Right. And not and I didn't really do anything like stick glue in the in the fucking thing. I just drew pictures of dicks on hooks and stuff. <laughs> I remember we I drew like that. I remember one kid drew this kid Bobby, he drew uh bunch of dicks on a piece of paper and sent it over to one of the girls in the class. This was in seventh grade or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He sent the dick picture is over and that girl got busted for it and I don't know if she, I don't remember if she said that Bobby drew him or not but <laughs> she's like I, yeah she did because she goes Bobby drew all these pictures of mushrooms and sent them to me mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher he was that's why when you said I thought of that because you said the teacher was one of those weak like kind of pussy teachers yes. and this teacher was one of those so he was like Oh, oh, okay. They don't draw any mushrooms in this classroom. That's funny. Yeah, but they were like obviously dicks. That's funny because my buddy Steve Zoltan, there was three Steves in my class. So it was Steve one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve would, would draw like these really like crude dicks on on the before the teachers would come in on the fucking chalkboard, like huge crude dicks, like. Like as if a child drew it. Yep. And, and, and like uh, the teacher came in once and he's like, stop drawing penises on the board. And I was like, it's a whale, you pervert. <laughs> and then from then on, everyone was laughing. And from then on, it became this thing like of drawing whales. Nice. Uh, I remember one time in another class, these like Steve had an older brother who was popular, like super popular. We were all alternative kids. So obviously we weren't like. But he, he was talking to, like, the super hot chicks that were the popular ones because he knew them through his brother. This is, like, high school? Yeah. So he's over there talking to them. And as he was doing that, I was just – because he fucking thought it was so funny. I was drawing dicks on all of his, like, work and drawing dicks on all of his pieces of paper and, like, just, just like, went back to work and pretended like, – he was sitting next to me. <clears throat> and uh, he came back to, like – I don't know what he was going to show the girls, but he brought them back to his desk and he opens up his book and there's all these dicks. <laughs> And the girls were like, ew. And he was like, and he was laughing so hard because he thought it was funny. But he was like, and he was just like, it wasn't me. Like this pleading voice of like, oh my God, that's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, uh, I the just... one shot he gets. It's like, come here, girls, let me show you something. That's amazing. And they think that he wanted to show them fucking whale dicks. That's. That's. I remember I used to draw, I used to, for uh, the, the yearbooks, Yeah. I always used to sign my name, like I'd sign my name like a cursive, whatever, sloppy signature, Yeah. but then I would loop, I would loop at the end of 
stifter. I would loop it like around and then up. So it was like two balls and then a dick around my name. So it was just an obvious dick with my name in it. And no one ever noticed it. Like everyone just thought it was a signature until I did it in like one of my buddy's books, but I made it super detailed. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that book went, like, I put hairs on it, like, veins and shit like that. Like, I made it, like, a super detailed dick. <laughs> and then it went around, and a bunch of a bunch of people I had put it in with the not detailed one got pissed at me because they were, like, super Christian girls. Oh, that's hilarious. So they got all fucking mad at me, even though theirs weren't that detailed. Um, <laughs> detail your cocks. Just relax. Yeah, like... come on. It's just a fucking simple dick. Simple Dick. That was my name. That that shit, that's my nickname in high school. Simple Dick Josh. Um, we were talking. I thought of this. Uh, I thought of this subject to talk about really quick. One last thing. I um, I was talking a lot about Save the Cat this week because I'm super into that book because I'm in the writing process on these features, yeah. trying to write the scripts. So I've been yep. reading that book again, and. Then we started talking at work, me and my coworkers, or, or like the animators on my team, started talking about books that like they use often. Yep. You know, like everyone uses the whatever animation workbook survival, or survival kit or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. It's a great book. Yeah, it's awesome. But you know, everyone has it at their desk and stuff. But are there any books that you have that you just pick up ever? Like, do you have any books that you use when you're going like I fucking need some inspiration or some shit? Absolutely. There's uh we I think we've already talked about it too, but Rebel without a shoot or oh, Rebel, yeah, Rebel without a crew. Rebel, Rebel without yeah. a crew. Robert Rodriguez is such an inspiring book. It is. You read oh that book. God. I read it once a year and every time yeah. you read it, it's just like this I gotta fucking make something. Me too. So great. Oh fuck. I actually haven't oh man, I wanna hit this topic super quick. But I was just gonna uh I was gonna bring out this book. Have you ever read Outlaw Animation? I've heard it's of by that. this dude Jerry Beck, and it's basically oh, the it's spike... a douche that runs fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically cartoon the... brew guy. Yeah, it's basically, um, Spike and Mike book. It's all awesome. of the like Spike and Mike, um, film festival shit. It's that's all it is. Oh, is, that's rad. Is like it goes through. Let's see, cutting edge cartoons from the Spike and Mike festival. That's like the whatever. That's I just picked it up right now. But it, do, it has, like, interviews with Mike Judge. It has interviews with Plimpton, Bill Plimpton. It has interviews with, like, fucking all these amazing artists that That's are kind awesome. of the, like, the you know, the dudes who started animation, basically. Like, yeah. like you know, adult animation, or I don't know, they call it outlaw animation in this. Oh, Don okay. Hertzfeld has a really awesome interview in it. Anyway, that's the one that like if I if I'm in the middle of working and I can't get anything done, I'll just go like sit on the toilet and read that book. I've read it nice. so many fucking times. Um, the uh, we're in Spike and Mike's second twist, by the way. Like I is. have Al Adams in there, but we you we did the bleh, Richard's dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. That's playing and going around. Oh, really? That's rad. Yeah. I submitted um a few of mine to a few cartoons to the Trauma Festival. There's a Trauma Festival? Yeah, yeah. Trauma Films is like a Trauma Film Festival where they yeah. just show like random shit. You know what Trauma Films is? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm a, that's like, I'm realizing recently that that's more of my 
gig. Like I like the trauma stuff. Absolutely. And that's where I belong. Like that's the stuff I should be yeah. doing. So, totally. and, or even like there's other film festivals kind of like that that are a lot of fun or even like local ones. But that's the kind of movies I like to make. Like I like to make the weird, fucked up, gory, like that's what my Garfield cartoon was. It was like the perfect trauma type thing. You could send shit in, by the way. Did you know that? To what? You could submit your movies to trauma. Yeah, 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 totally. They accept shit all the time. I actually, uh, I drew a picture of Toxie just as like a doodle and sent it to uh, homeboy Lloyd Kaufman. The guy oh, like runs Twitter it. or something? Uh, yeah, I sent it on Twitter, I think. And he posted it on Twitter and on his Instagram. He's actually used it like three times now this past couple weeks. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, so, um, but I submitted the the other side, the chicken crossing the road one. Yeah. To the trauma one and another one. And Tim the Terrible I sent out there and stuff like that. Anyway. Right. Um, I think that's a good move. I think it's cool. I think people should do submit stuff to stuff to those kind of things. And try to make you know, just just have people see it. Whatever. Yeah. What the fuck was the topic? Oh man, I was talking to a dude the other day about we were talking about how animation we're like the first generation to have like Cintiqs. And make right. animation like ma- like way easier to do than pencil on paper. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's it's that just so so in. much faster. Yeah, we were talking about how the the indie movement, the next indie movement could be animation. You know, like feature animations done by like one or two guys, like small crews. And that dude brought up super groovy cartoon movie. What? He's like he's like. We were just bullshitting, and he's like, "There's this movie. They, uh, uh, Kevin Smith did this movie, Jay and Silent Bob, super groovy cartoon movie. It's like a feature, done <laughs> oh by like God. this tiny crew, for like no money." And I'm like, ha, ha, "Yeah, I, uh, 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 uh. that Who awkward moment Who where this? this it's just a dude I know. I don't want to call him out just because he's 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 a cool guy, but I don't know if he wants me to call him out. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's yeah." Uh, 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 but anyway, he, yeah, he was talking about, he's like, cause he, we were talking about how he's working on like a bigger movie. It's like a 40 minute movie yeah. and he doesn't know where to put it out there or what to do with it. I was kind of pushing him going like, why don't you just extend it? Why don't you make it an hour and put it out as a feature? Like try to get some notice on it as a feature length flick. Right. And then he's like, yeah, cause I, I saw this, I saw Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie and then I, I kind of was like, yeah, I actually did some in-betweens on that. And, you know, Steve Stark is actually, he, like, did 90% of that shit himself. And it was pretty cool. It was cool to hear that, that he's like, that's the move. That's the next thing. People are going to be going indie with their cartoons. Or cartoonists are into right. that idea. That's awesome. So I think that's the push. I think that could be the next thing is the indie movement pushing towards animation. That's After, rad. You know, it kind of seems obvious almost where there's been so much fucking big blockbuster movies. Well, that's that was um, Ralph Bakshi's. You can see this speech he put up. It's super easily. He said that basically. He's like, why don't you guys like three of you get in a room like we made our movies with nothing. We, our movies aren't like the best animated. Our movies aren't the best whatever, but you just make it. You just get in a room. Three of you get in a room. You could make an entire feature together. That was his big thing. Sure. Yeah. His rallying cry, and it's just like, that makes so much sense. At what? Where was that? 
uh some sort of like panel i can't remember where it was but it was it was a while back maybe that's a couple awesome years ago, but it was rad i think He's that is like, i think that your is your generation the just fucking do it you dickheads quit asking me yes. how to fucking do it just do you it just you fucking dickheads. do it get in a room quit being a cock which is kind of kevin smith's thing too is just like do it which is why I like doing this podcast, because it is. But that is what it's all about, is, like, when people... I remember in animation school, even, like, there was this girl who would always ask, or people in the room who never actually finished their final films, never finished the projects most of the time. Uh, not all of them were, like... Some of them were wealthy little kids who fucking just, oh, I'll just go here to try it out for, like, 20K. Wow. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, awesome. that's beyond the point. Uh, they don't have the worth ethic yet. This lady was like forty. She should have she should have had jobs. She should know what she wants to do when she's there. But whatever, who am I to judge? She's there. She fucking would kept asking and kept asking, taking up all the teacher's time, being like, "Well, how should I do this? How should I start? How should I do this? Just fucking go, start drawing." That's what I always did. So it always made didn't make sense to me that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. fuck it up, you just, okay, no, this is garbage. I got to keep starting over. Go. You just go. Yep, yeah, totally. Fucking start. Like, how do I run? How do I run this race? You just fucking run. You just run. You just and start if you running. Fuck up and you trip, then you just get up and you run. And then you'll get to the end. <laughs> you might not like your performance, but you fucking finished. Yeah, and just that's go. my that's my whole thing is I'm just like, I'm not the best animator in the fucking world. Like, I can look at Harry Partridge. I can look at all these guys and go, like, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. But I can get it done. Like, I can go. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can get a feature done. And at least I can take pride in the fact that I made this thing. Or, like, Other Fish. It's, it is my best animation. It's obviously still not on par with some of these other fucking crazy awesome animators out there. As right. far as animation goes. But at least I'm doing something fucking different and weird. Like, I can take pride in that. Right. Baby's yeah, man. Crying. Yeah, I hear that. You're going, to, losing it. you're going to, you're going to, I don't know, fucking my kids have been like that. The heat gets to them. Um, You're going to Warcraft, huh? I am, like right pretty soon here. Yeah, yeah, fucking we'll, we'll end this thing. Uh, but yeah, until next time, <laughs> another episode of Sketchy. Stay tuned for, for more. Stay tuned for more. Getting sketchy. On next week. Actually, we made it two weeks. That's pretty cool. Cocktails. Cocktails. All right, I've been Josh. <laughs> All right, don't let your meat low, folks. Whop. Don't, don't, don't. Just fucking don't. With Josh and Steve.